Chloe's here to, to share the word. Uh, I guess it might have been almost a year ago that she, she was feeling led to, to, to share a word. And just how things were working with everything that's been going on here since Peter's left. The Lord just directed us to this time right now. So I'm really excited to hear from Millie. And I believe it is very, very timely. Very timely for many of us here. So let's just uh, let's just bless Millie as we just yes. lift her up. Yes. Thank you, Lord, we just thank you for Millie's heart. We thank you that she does so much here that so many of us do not see. As a church secretary, she's here during the day. She's taking calls. She's doing all the administration. She's organizing things. A completely, completely thankless job because those things which are seen, or I'm sorry, which are seen from heaven but are behind the scenes. Oh. And so, Lord, we thank you for her service here. We thank you for her heart. We just pray that she would just convey what you have placed in her heart, and that our hearts and minds would be open to receive. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. Praise God. I feel so humbled this morning to share the word of God, all of us together, in unison, and just... Hear what God has for each one of us, including myself, this morning. Praise God. And um, I would like to speak on James chapter 4, verse 8. And um, James chapter 4, verse 8. Come close to God, and he will come close to you. And I would like to speak about the topic, come near and do not give up. Come near and do not give up. And we all know that we are living in times of chaos, times of turmoil, times of confusion, uh, times in which the economy is not what it used to be. People are losing their jobs and their security and, and their life savings. Companies are closing their doors and even filing for bankruptcy or moving to other countries as people lose their jobs that they once had and hoped to retire from. But what can we do in such times of insecurity, uncertainty, and unrest? What can we do as the people of God that we are? Who do I run to when I get a bad report from my doctor? Where do I go when life decides to throw me a curveball? Hallelujah. The word of God says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Psalms 121 verse 1. We're all familiar with this uh, verse. But the Israelites had to go to Jerusalem for their festivities and worship at the temple three times a year. The dusty, rocky dirt paths they had to walk were treacherous and dangerous. 
They faced wild animals. They faced illnesses. They faced accidents. They faced so, so many unwelcomed situations during their pilgrimage. But as they walked through these very difficult paths, it is believed that they sang this beautiful psalm. The land that the Lord had given the Israelites was and is a beautiful land of beautiful hills and beautiful mountains. I can imagine the psalmist, how thirsty, exhausted, tired, and fatigued he must have been as he walked through these rocky, arid, dirt paths. And probably even concerned of bandits through the way. But as he is walking through these very arid, dry, dirt paths and uh, stumbling over rocks and uh, stumbling over stones, I could see that he lifts his eyes up to the mountains. The mountains are a symbol of eternity, a symbol of strength, a symbol of stability. And he looks up to the mountains and he realizes that his strength to walk this path does not come from within, but comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and of earth. Hallelujah. Comes from the maker of heaven and the maker of earth. Praise God. And all my brothers and sisters in Christ, God never promised us a road of flowers. God never promised us a road of roses and beautiful fragrances all around us. But, but, but he did promise us that even though I walk through the darkest valley, hallelujah, I will fear no evil for you are with me. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Praise God. As men and women of faith and followers of Christ that we are. We need to come near to God knowing that our Father is with us as we walk through these arid and very difficult paths in our journey. That he is with us and walks through our most darkest and most treacherous times of our lives. We need to come near to him in faith knowing, knowing, knowing that we are not alone because his rod and his staff comforts you. His rod and his staff comforts me. His rod and his staff comforts all of us. We need to come near to him knowing that the God, the God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and most importantly, your God, and most importantly, my God, and most importantly, our God, the eternal, powerful, and unmovable God, the creator of heaven and the creator of earth is on our side. Hallelujah. He is on our side. And knowing all this, we, we, we cannot give up. We cannot give up. Do not give up, but come near. 
As Paul so beautifully stated, if God is for us, who, who can be against us? Romans 8.31. In our most difficult times in life, we might be tempted to run away from God because we might feel so desperate. We might feel confused. We might feel alone. And believe me, each one of us has had one of those moments in life. It don't matter, you could be the biggest evangelist, you could be the biggest pastor, it don't matter. There are times in life where you will feel desperate, confused, and alone. But in those moments, do not run away from him. Instead, come, come even nearer to him. And by all means, do not, do not, do not, do not give up. Hallelujah. Our powerful, steadfast God has promised us that he will deliver us from our enemies and answer our prayers if we cry out to him. How many believe that if we cry out to him, if you cry out to him in your situation, he will hear your cry, he will hear your plea. How many believe that this morning, hallelujah? In 1 Chronicles chapter 5, verses 18 through 20, it said that the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh had 44,760 men ready for military service. Able-bodied men who could handle shield, who could handle sword, who could use a bow, and who were trained, trained for battle. They waged war against the Hagrites, Shatur, Nafish, and Nodab. They were helped in fighting them. And God delivered the Hagrites and all their allies into their hands. Why? Why did he deliver them into their hands? The word says because they cried out to him during the battle. They cried out to the Lord during the battle, and that is key. That is so key, my brothers and sisters, that in the middle of your storm, in the middle of your battle, all we have to do is cry unto him, and he will hear our plea, hallelujah, hallelujah. And also the word says that the Lord answered their prayers, why did God answer their prayers? Because they trusted him, the word says. Because they trusted in him. And we, we are in our most difficult times. That's what we have to do. Just trust in him. Hallelujah. Brethren, this applies to you and it applies to me. Our God promises us that if we learn not to depend on ourselves, on our charms, on our wit, on our education, our skills, our financial strengths, or abilities, hallelujah. If we learn how to put all these traits to the side and learn not to depend on ourselves, but on him and learn to trust him, 
Hallelujah. And if in time of war and battle we cry, we learn to cry out to him first instead of going through other avenues. Hallelujah. He promises us that he will hear our cry and deliver us from all our enemies. Hallelujah. Deliver us from all our enemies. How many believe that this morning? And God is able to deliver us from all our enemies, just as he did with the Reubenites, the Gethites, and half the tribe of Manasseh. Our God is able to deliver us from all our enemies. Our God is able to deliver us not only from those who wish to do us wrong, but from our enemies within. Hallelujah. Our enemies within ourselves. Hallelujah. And who or what are the enemies within ourselves? Doubt, fear, depression, illness, helplessness, low self-esteem, inner unrest. All these are our inner enemies. And God has promised us that if we come near, he will deliver us from all our enemies. Hallelujah. We just need to come near and not to give up. But cry to him and cry out to him only and trust him only. You might ask this morning, but how do I get close to God? How how can I come near to God during the, the situation that I'm going through? How can I come near to God if I'm feeling so down inside? If I can't even pray. You know, there's moments that sometimes we can't even pray. I don't know if you have gone through those moments, but I have. Moments where I can't even pray. Moments when I can't even praise God and I have to force myself the sacrifice of praise. Listen to what the word says. All the Levites who are musicians, Asaph, Heman, Jonathan, and their sons and relatives stood on the east side of the altar, dressed in fine linen and playing cymbals, harps, and lyres. They were accompanied by 120 priests sounding trumpets. The trumpeters and musicians joined in unison to give praise and thanks to the Lord, accompanied by trumpets, cymbals, and other instruments. The singers raised their voices, praised the Lord, and sang, He is good, and his love endures forever. They got together in unison, got together in unison. They gathered together and sang, He is good, his love endures forever. And as, as a church, as a beautiful people of God that we are, as royalty and unique people of God, we must come together, gather together in unison, hallelujah, and sing to him and say that he is good 
and his love endures forever. How many believe that God is good and his love endures forever? His, he is good to you. He is good to me and his love endures forever. Hallelujah for all of us. How many believe that this morning? Hallelujah. And when they all came together and gathered together and sang praises and sang, he is good. His love endures forever. The word says that the temple of the Lord was filled with the cloud. Hallelujah. And the priests got, could not perform their service because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the temple of God. Second Chronicles chapter 5, 12 to 14. Hallelujah. After Solomon had built the amazing temple, there was a dedication that followed. The Levites and the 120 priests gathered together and joined the dedication, worshiped the Lord, singing and playing their harps, trumpets, and cymbals. They worshiped together. And as the people of God, when we all go through situations, we need to get together and worship together. Hallelujah. So the glory of God can fill his temple as he did. Then the temple of the Lord was filled with the cloud and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Isn't that what we hunger for? Hallelujah. Isn't that what we thirst for? Hallelujah. For the glory of God to appear in our lives and work wonders. Hallelujah. For the glory of God to come into our lives and create change. Hallelujah. Create change. Hallelujah. In our souls, in our heart, in our minds. Hallelujah. Create change in our personal lives, in our physical health, financial health. Hallelujah. All around family relationships, hallelujah. Then the king, then King Solomon prayed, asking the Lord to hear the supplications of his servant and his people when they pray towards the temple and to forgive. <laughs> you know that is God's specialty? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. When we come close to God, he actually enjoys forgiveness. He enjoys forgiving us no matter what we have done. We just need to come near and he will forgive our sins. When Solomon finished praying, the scripture said that fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. We're talking about thousands and thousands of, uh, of, 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 of rams and, and, um, and oxen and everything for the Lord. And fire came down and burned these thousands of sacrifices. And the glory of the Lord was so intense that the priests could not enter the temple. Wouldn't it be wonderful if one day we come in through those doors and the glory of the Lord is so intense? It was so, it is so intense today. I, 
There was such a beautiful scent of the spirit today that it just surrounded all of us, hallelujah, today. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we come through those doors one day and suddenly we feel so, so, so intense that we can not even continue. <laughs> and we fall, fall on the ground with, with our faces, fall on the floor with our, fa with our faces. It says that when the Israelites saw the fire coming down from heaven in the glory of the Lord, they knelt on the pavement with their faces to the ground. That would be wonderful, hallelujah, and worshiped and gave thanks. And brethren, this is so true. We need to come near to God and worship and thanksgiving. No matter what we are going through, no matter what we are going through, if we want to see the glory of the Lord in our lives, if we want to come and see what God has in store for us, we need to come near in worship and in thanksgiving. Hallelujah. You might not understand, we might understand what or why I'm going through what I'm going through. I've had so many times in my life where I say, Lord, why? You know? And... <laughs> Uh, you go to bed thanking God because I'm going to bed. You get up. Why, God? <laughs> Why? But we need to understand that <clears throat> whatever we're going through, God is going to deliver, up, to deliver us from whatever we are going through. How many believe that? Amen. That God is going to deliver you from whatever you are going through this moment. Hallelujah. And he has something special for you. All you have to do is wait and worship in thanksgiving. <clears throat> we just need to come near to God and worship and thanksgiving for what he is doing, for what he has done, and for what he is going to do. Hallelujah. God has something up his sleeve for you, for me, for all of us. We just have to watch what God is going to do and stay tuned, hallelujah. Stay tuned, hallelujah. And lastly, after Solomon had built his palace and the spectacular temple of God, the Lord appeared to King Solomon at night and said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and um, seek my face and um, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear, I will hear, I will hear from heaven and will heal their land. Hallelujah. And... The Lord was speaking about his people who are called by his name. But you know, this morning, we are his people called by his name. And as his people called by his name, we need to come near to God with a humble and sincere heart. Hallelujah. And turn from our wicked ways. Praise God. We all have to do that. Again, it don't matter what position you hold in church. We every day have to come near to him 
in humble and sincere hearts, asking for forgiveness, and he loves, he enjoys forgiving. He will forgive us. Humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and he will come close to you. Hallelujah. We all sin, but if and when we do sin, if we decide to come near to him, hallelujah, with a sincere and humble heart, and just say to God, Lord, I'm so sorry. And Lord, I really do need you. Mm. Mm. I need you. I need you, Lord, so, so, so badly. Those are words sweet to God's ears. <laughs> Those are the words that he wants to hear from us daily. I need you, Lord, so, so deeply. There is nothing better than admitting and realizing that we need him. Hallelujah. And we need him in every aspect of our lives, every minute of our day. The most mundane thing that you think that God does not want to hear. Yes, he is interested in everything you do, every little thing. Just come near. Hallelujah. Remember that we cannot do anything without him. And I'm going to ask Mary if he could come. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord is so good. So when you feel that you are overwhelmed with life and you feel that you just can't deal with life any longer and you can't go on, just remember, come near to him and he will come near to you. And do not, do not. Do not give up. If you have been hurt, come near to him and he will come near to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And pass some balsam on your wounds. Hallelujah. If you get a bad report from your doctor, come near to him and he will come near to you and he will heal you, hallelujah. In any situation, no matter what it might be, come near to him, and he will come near to you. Come near to him, for he is your comforter, and he is your strength. He will wipe your tears and make you whole, hallelujah. Come to him as you are, and he will make you new, hallelujah. Word says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Amen. And lastly, Psalms 46 1 says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Hallelujah. Come near because he is your refuge. Come near because he is your strength and he is your ever-present help in trouble. Praise God. Praise God. Just come near and don't give up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
so good to get other people's perspectives on the word. And so good to get a mother's perspective. I just felt like when Millie was preaching, I just felt like I was, you know, sitting as a kid listening to a mom. I mean this in an uplifting way. You're just a mom instructing and guiding you and teaching, you know. It has a different spirit on it when we when all the brethren, all the sisters come together. Get different perspectives. So thank you so much, Millie. Amen. There's one thing that I felt the Lord was just speaking when Millie was sharing. Right before that, in James, it says, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Don't let your pride get in the way from being drawn to the Lord. Two types of people when they're in the midst of fire, they're in the midst of sin. Those who turn away and say, no, I'm not good enough. I've done too much wrong. God could never love me. That's pride. You believe your action, your sin is bigger, greater, stronger than the blood of Jesus. The other person just says, I am broken. I screwed up. I'm going through a hard time. But I humble myself before the blood of Jesus. And I say, the blood of Jesus is the thing that takes away all of my sins, all of my worries, all of my concerns. Be the latter, not the former. Be the person that says, I am not too prideful to go before my loving father and says, I am broken, I screwed up, I messed up time and time again. But I come before you in humility and I say, Jesus, your blood is grander, bigger, more powerful than anything that the enemy may suggest in my ear. The Lord always uplifts. The enemy always tears down. Jesus is not the convictor. I'm not, he's not the condemner. He is the convictor. But then he lifts you up. and says, come on, son. Come on, daughter. I'm not tearing you down. I'm just saying, you're better than that. Believe that. You're better than that. Because you've been purchased by the blood of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Let us stand. can come near to you and that you want to come near to us and the first question you suggested to humanity is where are you as you said it to Adam and to Eve where are you I just want to be with you Father I pray that all this here walking away from today's glorious service with you that we can walk away with the revelation that we can draw near to you because you're the one who wants to be near to us you want to be near to us. Yes, yes. You cry out and say, where are you, my beloved? I hear you. I don't care how dirty you've been. I don't care how sinful you think you may be. All I want in all of eternity is to be close to you, my, my son, my daughter. Nothing can separate us from the love of the Father. Oh, no depth, no height, no width, nothing. Nothing on earth, nothing in heaven, no angel, the scripture says, can keep us from the love of the Father. So let us come with humble spirits before you. 
says, Lord, it doesn't matter what I've done. What matters is now. I want, I desire, I need to come near to you. Please come near to me. Have a wonderful week. Please feel free to be in the presence of the Lord here. As worship team continues to worship. And also, of course, we have fellowship downstairs. Some refreshments. Have a wonderful week. And make sure you give an encouraging word to Billy. That you were blessed by the words that she was given by the Lord. Amen. 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 Have a wonderful week.